Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to share our podcast has been nominated in Boise Weekly's annual Best of Boise contest. And while it's an honor to be nominated, I have to admit it would be even more fun to win. If we've helped you connect to the city you love, go to the link in the show notes to vote for us by May 23rd. Thanks, Boise. Today on CityCast Boise, Clark Corbin from the Idaho Capital Sun is here to tell us about how getting into Idaho's winter sports is a great way to keep the legislative session blues away. We talk getting started with a low-key yurt adventure, staying safe, and why you shouldn't wait till summer to enjoy the mountains. It's Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Hi, Clark. Thanks so much for being here. Hey, Emma. Thanks so much for having me back on. I just saw recently that you went on this like backcountry skiing, like backpacking trip before the legislative session started. And I was wondering, was that planned to get you through the session? Were you, were you thinking ahead when you planned that trip? Yeah, definitely. I've got a group of three or four kind of core friends that have been going out and doing all these adventures in the Idaho mountains. And so it is kind of a strategic thing where I like to really break up my free time and my weekends and sort of disconnect and disengage and unplug uh, from all of that stuff. So I was lucky enough just before the session to head out on a couple of backcountry skiing trips uh, with my friends out into the Idaho mountains. But there's a lot of extra responsibilities that come along with backcountry skiing. This is not like you're just learning to ski for the first time and hey, maybe this is something to check out. Tell us about your ski tour, like the one you were just on. How do you prepare for that? Like share some tips. Backcountry skiing itself is, I'm not trying to sound cool or awesome here, but it is objectively dangerous and there's avalanche risks and uh, there's a lot to keep in mind. We're sort of going out into the mountains knowing that we're responsible uh, for our own rescue. And so, yeah, when we head out, we park the beside the highway, like Idaho Highway Highway 21, uh, between Idaho City and Loman, between Idaho City and Stanley, there's some amazing spots to go backcountry skiing. And so we'll find a turnout, uh, gear up, and then start heading uphill. And so um, I love it, but there's also times where I'm out in the middle of it, it's like, wow, that person who invented the ski lift was a, a real genius. <laughs> and I can really appreciate uh, their accomplishment. So how did you get into this? How How was this something you started to to try. It's funny that I'm talking about this because uh, I don't know if you even knew this, but uh, I'm not an Idaho native. I didn't grow up in the mountains. I grew up in the flatlands of Kansas. Oh, you did? Oh my I gosh, did. I, didn't, I didn't know that. I thought you were a mountain boy for sure. No, I was a Midwesterner, <laughs> but I moved out to Idaho in 2005 to work for a newspaper. And I had this awesome editor who had this panic moment, like, oh my goodness, this kid's moving to Idaho Falls. He doesn't know anybody. He's not from here. And he hasn't been through one of our winners. And so he bought me a ski lesson and rented me gear uh, oh, for Grand Targhee so Resort, oh. which is one of my favorite places on earth. Grand Targhee, this amazing Wyoming ski resort that you can really only get to from Idaho. But I started with resort skiing and really fell in love with that 
Uh, it's almost going to be 20 years now since I've started skiing. So I did learn a little bit later in life, later in life than many of the people that um, will be listening today and are from Idaho. But it's something that I think my editor knew that uh, for me to have a chance of sticking around in Idaho, I would have to find something I was passionate about to get me through these winters. And it turns out that skiing and, the, and being in the mountains absolutely um, were that. And I'm not like a professional or but anything like that. You know, I, I, I work a normal job as, as a journalist. Uh, I have a career, but I love to get out on the weekends. I love to go uh, into the mountains with my friends. And that really um, motivates me and fuels me. And it's kind of where I feel most alive and feel most myself. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm thinking, like, people who are listening to this might be thinking, like, it's cold, it's wet, it's dark. Why not, like... Wait till summer to enjoy the outdoors. So so why is winter recreation worth it to you? Well, I mean, I think getting away through the winter and finding something that I'm super passionate about has been a big part of it. But it's a way to take where some people have those ideas where winter is cold and it's freezing and the roads are bad and, and I'm going to be cold and I'm going to be wet and I'm going to be comfortable. But to transform that into something where I can put that to something constructive and where I can you know, I, I need to go endure those conditions to do what I want to love. And so uh, it, it is a pain in the neck. And, you know, my friends and I were out skiing uh, in the backcountry just outside the Frank Church River of No Return Wilderness. And it was like one degree when we started heading up. Uh, but then once you get to the top and click into your skis and make those first turns down into the powder, it's just incredible. And you sort of forget all of that stuff. But yeah, and I, I have been sort of interested for a while in challenging myself and kind of on this quest to find out like what I'm capable of and what I like to do and trying to be putting myself out there. Uh, I feel like growing up, I had a lot of fears and insecurities and I still do um, and some anxiety, but I find that being in the mountains and preparing for trips like this is one way that I can learn about myself, that I can find about what I'm capable of, but also that I can sort of face my fears. And so that was something that I didn't always do or don't always do in my life. And, and that's led to a lot of friendships and powerful moments in the mountains and being able to see things and experience things that um, that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Yeah. I, one thing I love about Idaho in the winter specifically is the quiet. You know, you can go to a spot if you snowshoe in or if you ski in and you're the only person there. And that's, I always feel like that's a really special, like, like special thing for people, especially if you're from a bigger place. Like if you've maybe grown up in California or something where you're really used to everything you do, you're surrounded by people. It's really pretty amazing to be out, you know, at Redfish or something by yourself and to have like this big, beautiful space to yourself like that. That's something that I think about. I love that you said that. That's something that I think about a lot in the mountains. I did a big trip through Yellowstone's backcountry uh, this past summer and on some of the uh, winter type backcountry trips. I love thinking about 
how small I am and how far away I am from other people and kind of how insignificant I am in the grand scheme of things. And it slows my life down to where I'm just really hyper aware of what's going on in that moment, in that environment with the people I'm around. And so I find that that's a very different mindset um, than what I have in, in my day-to-day life when I'm living in the city, when I'm going to work at the Idaho State Capitol building. I think it's a whole different experience so how can people explore Idaho in the winter? Like, what is there to do other than these very difficult backcountry ski trips? I would recommend snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, and looking at a possible year trip as a way to kind of get into that in a little bit more of a controlled uh, way. And there are some groomed cross-country ski trails, some groomed snowshoeing trails that are available in and around Bogus Basin, in and around Idaho City, uh, and north of Idaho City. There are a lot of different opportunities uh, to get out there and try some of those things in sort of a lower commitment type environment where maybe the trail will be groomed, and maybe it's a shorter trip, maybe you're not that far um, from the highway and there's still some um, security measures and safeguards in place where you're not just completely out in the wild. One other thing that I was going to recommend in terms of like easing into more backcountry stuff would be cross-country skiing or snowshoeing and combining that with a yurt trip. And we have a lot of excellent opportunities for yurt trips in our region, uh, whether it's the Idaho City Yurt Program, uh, which are available uh, for reservation online, whether it's Galena Lodge, which makes yurts available uh, like Five or six years ago, I went to a winter yurt for the first time. And just this feeling where you pack everything that you're going to need for a weekend or however long you're going to be there into this giant backpack, head out on snowshoes or cross-country skis. You're miles from the closest people around you. And you go to this yurt with no electricity and a wood-burning stove and just set it all up and put it together. I just really loved that. Um when I realized that I could just pack a bunch of stuff into a backpack and head out into the mountains, that was just something that was really uh, rejuvenating and motivating. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, the yurts are such a fun and easy way to start out or some of the groomed trails. And there's so much to do. Like, I, I think people might feel a little intimidated hearing that you do this, like, backcountry skiing. But there's actually, like, a ton of easier things to do where you're you're sort of, like, starting out. Mm-hmm. So let's talk other safety concerns. Like, what should people know before heading out to enjoy winter sports and rec here? Well, I feel like it's a little bit different for me as a backcountry skier, uh, but kind of in general, you're going to want to bring everything with you that you could need. And so I'm bringing food, water, um, an emergency bivy, like small sleeping bag that I could throw over myself if I got trapped overnight, uh, a little bit of a, I'm bringing a first aid kit, some medicine, but the things that I would hopefully need to be able to get myself or my buddies out of a situation. Uh, and that would be for backcountry skiing. I think for any adventure in the in the mountains is a map, communication, a plan, checking in with someone. Um, going with someone who's gone before, that's not always possible, but I think that's a great opportunity. Whether you're talking about your first cross-country or snowshoe trip or, or whether a backcountry trip, I think going with someone, if you have that opportunity, going with someone who knows the area and has been before, is awesome. Yeah. What's your advice to somebody who's maybe listening to this thinking like, oh, that all sounds amazing. I want to do that. But they're just like, 
Where do I, where would I even begin? Uh, if you go to a gear shop, especially one of the locally owned ones uh, that we have around Idaho and, and tell them what you're into, you know, hey, I think I might be interested in cross country skiing. I might be interested in snowshoeing. They can tell you about what kind of equipment that you're going to need, but they can also tell you about where some of the spots to go are going to be. There's also, you know, some different groups there. There's, you know, whether it's a snowmobiling group or a skiing group or a cross country skiing group, there's all kinds of groups and communities to together um, in Idaho where you might be able to meet a new adventure buddy or, or something along those lines. But, uh, you know, getting outfitted and talking to a, a business about where they like to go, where would be a good safe place for a beginner uh, to check out that's, you know, within an hour or two drive of the Treasure Valley or wherever you happen to live. Those would all be great steps to start uh, to start doing and start enjoying Idaho's winters. Well, Clark, I uh, will skip the backcountry skiing with you, but I would love an invitation next time you go snowshoe into a hot springs. Um, and we'll see. We'll compare notes and see <laughs> where we go. I'm so glad you have this. I imagine this is just like so therapeutic for you during legislative session. I hope you can get out a bunch this year. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm keeping an eye on the the forecast and our snowpack um, and really hoping to get out a lot this winter uh, and be in the mountains and kind of... Uh, disengaged from everything else. And so that's where I feel the most alive for sure. Well, stay safe out there, Clark. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. It's always so much fun. And some news before we go. According to Idaho Reports, it seems as though the state has paid $200,000 in a settlement to a former legislative intern, referred to as Jane Doe in court documents. Former lawmaker Aaron Von Ellinger was convicted of raping Jane Doe and sentenced to up to 20 years in prison for the crime. And the Idaho Statesman is reporting that Matthew Lehigh, the Boise man arrested for allegedly targeting LGBTQ victims, has been indicted on a federal hate crime charge. If convicted, Lehigh could face up to 10 years in prison. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.